Cool. All right. What's up, everybody? This is BC. I have another special interview for you. And today, as always, this podcast is sponsored by uh, Team BC, my real estate team. If you guys need anything worldwide in regards to real estate, go to teambcsold.com. Number two, if you're affiliated with real estate in any way, shape, or form, and you want to partner with me and my team, you can go to partnerwithteambc.com. And lastly, uh, this interview is of a Modern Success member. Modern Success is my coaching program that I've opened up to the planet. we got about 300 people right now, and it's a thriving community. If you want to find out more info, go to the link in my bio on Instagram, or you can go to briancasella.com. Okay, so let's get right into it. Ronnie, welcome to the show, man. Uh, excited to do an interview with you, man. Real quick, let's jump right into it in a minute or two. Just summarize who you are, where you're from, what you're doing, and we'll get right into it, bro. Yeah, bro. So Ronnie here from New Jersey. I currently live in Union County. I'm a local real estate agent <clears throat> with currently Keller Williams and been a part of Modern Success for about a year and some change. This is currently my third year in real estate. Uh, my first year in real estate, I didn't make absolutely no money, <laughs> no transactions. I have a background of running a heating and air conditioning business with my family and I wanted to transition from working in that business to working in real estate, just being my own boss, having my own responsibilities, my own clientele. And I'm finally putting the pieces together in my puzzle. It's been taking a long, long time, but I'm finally feeling like everything is coming into fruition. So um, yeah, that's basically it. Cool, so are you still at a point right now where, and this is a touchy subject for people because this business that you were doing as you're doing real estate, this uh, is your family's business, right? Right. Yeah. So for everybody listening, you know, it's one thing to be transitioning from another career or job to real estate. It's another beast entirely now when your family has a business that you're a part of and you're trying to step away from that and say, no, 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 no. I want to do my own thing. So before we get to where you're at now, man, let's talk a little bit about number one, what sparked the decision for you to do something else. And number two, walk everybody through some of the you know, interactions and resistance you were getting from your family. Cause I know a lot of people, whether they're working with their family or not run into a lot of those obstacles. So I really want to hear what happened and how you're kind of dealing with it. Yeah, man. So first things first, I've had plenty of jobs. I jumped from job to job ever since, ever since I was 16 years old. So I never had the I don't want to say the patience or I, I, I was just never comfortable at one job. I always got bored. I wanted to always get something new. So I was at a point where I was working at a factory and I was talking about running my own business. And eventually uh, one of my coworkers there, I told him about my family's business and he was like, dude, why are you here? Why are you not working with your father? Next thing you know, I started thinking about it day by day and I put my two weeks in my job and I told my father, hey, pay me this much. What my, what my current job is paying me and I'll do whatever you want for, uh, for the company. He hesitated a little bit and then next thing you know, uh, I finally quit, I do full time and everything starts going good, you know? Um, you know I, I love getting my hands dirty. I was technically a technician assistant in the heating and air conditioning business and next thing you know, maybe two, three years in the business, my father got really sick to a point where I had to take over the company without any, any sign. Like it was just unexpectedly it happened. I had to take over. I had to just grow some balls and get the work done. Wow. And that really put me in the position where I really had to change things rapidly. I even had a trip when I first turned 21 years old. I had, I planned the whole trip with a bunch of friends. I got the Airbnb. I planned it all together. And it was my first time in Miami 
And I had to cancel that shit because I had to get, I got to take care of the business. So that was a big change. And uh, next thing you know, my father comes, you know, back from his sickness and we start uh, running the business and everything goes good. More clientele, making more money. I, I, we end up getting another truck. I start gaining my own clientele and it starts going amazing until I realized that I just wanted my own business. Even though I was kind of managing it my own way and talking to the majority of the clients and running it how I kind of wanted it, I feel like I still had, you know, it was still my father's, which is fine. I'm forever grateful for the path that he created in order to, uh, you know, turn me into this man. However, I always wanted my own thing. So I finally got my real estate license. And as I <laughs> joined it first time, I actually decided to not work for the family business in the wrong way. I was emotional. I reacted the wrong way. Um, me and my, my father was bumping heads a little bit. And then next thing you know, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do my thing in real estate. I'm going to kill it. I was excited. I was door knocking. I was cold calling all this other stuff. And the next thing you know, four or five months, I was looking at my pockets like, yo, where is the money at? And that's when emotionally I was getting pretty low. Uh, myself, my, my confidence was low. I wasn't believing in myself. I wasn't completing certain transactions just because I didn't think I can take the transaction from A to Z. So I was really in my own way, like heavily. And the next thing you know, I start working for a fucking bar. Like I really took a, a, a huge step back and I had this ego in me where I didn't want to work for my you know, family again because I left them in a negative way. So I didn't have this, this respect within myself to ask for the job back. And next thing you know, we had a moment one night and they took me back in. So I started working with my the family again and like we blew up. Best summer ever. They've been in business for 10 years. This was the best summer ever when I came back. But I was miserable. I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled at all. I was always fucking tired. I woke up and I'm like, damn, just another day. Like it, it was just like one of those things. And you know what? I was like, that's when I changed brokerages to Keller Williams, an office that I always wanted to be a part of. And a month after I joined Modern Success, I'm like, yo, this is what I need. And after that, I'm like, yo, I'm never looking back. I'm never quitting again. And after the first event in February in California, I actually on stage in front of everybody. I'm like, how can I transition from being a part-time agent to a full-time agent while still leaving the uh, family business in a respectful manner? And you gave me a great answer, which was you got to sit down with all of them let them know what you want to do and ask them how you, how we can as a unit move forward by still respecting your boundaries. And ever since then, man, it's been a fucking challenge. Not easy at all. I, I wanted to quit a bunch of times, bro. I cannot count how many times I wanted to quit, but I'm so glad I'm here because I'm at a point where, you know, my first year I didn't make nothing. My second year I had about 15, 16 transactions. And then uh, I'm in my third year right now and I'm transitioning into my, second quarter and I'm already almost surpassing the same amount of money I made in my second year. So I'm already looking forward to quadrupling or even, even more than that, the amount of sales volume that I'm going to make this year. So it's, it's looking pretty good. Awesome, man. And before we get into all the numbers and everything, there's a couple things that I want to highlight. Okay. Uh, number one, I'm going to ask that you answer for everybody. Uh, two part question. Number one would be why real estate out of everything you can do? right? Yeah. What, what, what led to that decision? And two, speak a little bit on how you felt and what happened after you left the family business the first time the wrong way where it was negative yeah. versus the second time now after you guys get together and you get on the same page, 
and you move forward from there. Compare those two scenarios for everybody so they can really see the difference. Okay, so number one, why real estate? Ever since I was younger, I was always a hands-on type of dude. My father had a mechanic shop when I was, ever since I was born actually, and I always loved working with him, just touching the freaking oils under the car, like this stupid stuff like that, always in the shop, always working. And then I realized that I wanted to be a contractor. I just, I always see my dad being very hands-on and doing his own stuff. So, and I was like been watching the DIY channels and all those flipping channels. So I always was into something with housing. <clears throat> so I applied to a high school in my city where they offered woodshop class. So I got into that store and all the four years I did woodshop, I could have changed, but I didn't. I built a house there. I built like little projects there. A bunch of little stuff, and I loved it. And then next thing you know, I'm applying to schools to to um, become an architect until I found out I needed to do five years of college. And I was like, fuck that, man. I'm not doing this for five years. Like, I just didn't see myself doing it. They were miserable. They were like, they had like droopy eyes. Like, they were sleepy. Their energy looked like they were taken out of their soul. And nothing against people who are architects because, I mean, I love the process. I, you know, I was in school uh, for... And by the way, I, was in, I, I went to uh, county college for two semesters and I was starting to become a construction manager. So I was always transitioning to something with houses. So I did that and, until I realized that school wasn't for me. So I had to take a break. I was like, this money is going nowhere. I'm not going to be one of those kids who are confused with a lot of debt. So I stopped school for a while and I was just working my ass off, working you know, two jobs. And then that's when I went to the HVAC business, my, my, family, um, you know, my family business. And then my mother actually, out of nowhere, had a big-ass textbook and came home one day and said, you know, the real estate exam or whatever. I'm like, what? Like, you're starting to become a real estate agent? Like, what? And then she was like, yeah. And then she started telling me about it. She's like, oh, you only need to be 18 years old, no college degree, just a clean record and 500 bucks. I'm like, what? And I was in a uh, heating and air conditioning class while I was freaking falling asleep. And I'm like, you know what, bro? I'm going to just do it. I don't know what this is about, but I left the class. It was a paid class that I went to. I left there. I went straight to the real estate school. I asked them whatever the schedule was like, and boom, I just paid for it right there on the moment, uh, on the spot. And um, yeah, that's when I came across you because I, I didn't like studying. I had trouble memorizing, you know, certain vocabulary or whatever it was. <clears throat> so I went to YouTube and I typed, you know, uh, real estate studying tips or whatever. And that's where you came up. And then once I started seeing all your videos, bro, it was a wrap. I was like, yo, real estate's for me. I'm like, I'm going to be my own businessman. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to make my own money, my own clientele. And it was good from there. So that's why real estate. Number two is the difference between the first time I left, second time. The first time I was emotional. I was immature. Financially, I wasn't ready to make that move. I mean, who's ever ready, right? But at the moment, on paper, I wasn't ready. And uh, yeah, I, I, I knew it was hard. I didn't know it was that fucking hard. So the second time, I just kind of knew what was coming. I was financially a little bit more educated in the moves I was making. And I was less emotional and more logical in my actions that I was taking. So as much as I didn't want to do certain jobs in the heating and air conditioning business with my family, I knew out of respect I needed to do that in order to transition coming a part-time agent to a full-time agent because I knew regardless of the fact um, how I do anything is how I do everything. So if I do a shitty job in this business, I'm going to do a shitty job in, in the real estate business. So I had to learn how to have a good mindset and just have good energy 
while doing things that I don't like because I mean I don't love real estate you know it's 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 not like I'm in love with the business I'm in love with what it can do for me what what type of lifestyle it can provide for me that's why I'm giving it my all because I know eventually it's gonna provide a lifestyle for me that there's not many businesses that can that it can do that for me for so um, yeah bro that's kind of in a nutshell of why. No, man. And I love that because, you know, one of the things that I took from that is the first time it was more short vision, impulse, emotion, spur of the moment versus the second time you were thinking more long-term and you strategize more and you use more of your logic and reason to kind of work things out and say, okay, this is where I want to go in six months or a year or two years. You know, let me start working towards that. Right. That's great, man. And I think that's, that's huge because so many people, whether they're transitioning into real estate or not, these are the stories and things they need to hear because this is what they're going to go through, right? You said the second time around, yeah, the first time wasn't easy and it sucked, but it taught you so much. And same thing with the business. So now we look at your first year where you said no transactions, second year, 15, 16, and now you're already on track the first three months or first quarter to do what you did the whole year before. So let's talk a little bit about that because that's, dude, that's explosive growth. That's not, oh yeah, you know, I'm chipping away every day and you know, I'm doing some deals. You've already tripled or quadrupled what the average agent does simply from your first to second year. So let's talk about how that started and then how you've built this momentum coming up to now because that's huge, man. That's huge. Yeah, absolutely. So the second year, um, I started off on a good foot. January, I had like four four different, uh, I've closed four transactions. And then after that, I closed a few more. But there was definitely a time period where three, maybe four months, I didn't have nothing. I had a dry spell. And this was probably in the springtime. And then came the summertime, I double ended a deal. And that was my biggest paycheck right now until like in a few weeks, I'm going to have the next biggest paycheck. <laughs> so that's, that's pretty cool. Just looking back at it, man, because I'm telling you, there was so many times I wanted to quit. And I was like, yo, like, I'm like, I'm just doing the same shit as I did in the first year. But I had to take a step back and think from a different perspective. I'm like, who's, who's really telling me this? I'm like, this person is the, the negative, the, the little me that doesn't even want to do anything in life. Like they don't want to be positive. They don't want to actually get things done. So I should even be listening to that voice. So I just, as much as it was a challenge because it's fucking hard, it's fucking hard trying to enforce and strengthening this, this tough voice that needs to actually pursue and persevere and be persistent through all the fucking challenges and road bumps we go through. So I was continuously doing that. I stuck through. There was sometimes I couldn't even pay for modern success, but no matter what, I put that shit on a credit card. And I just knew sticking around that environment, by the way, was crucial because you made this group, you said primarily because that when you was in your, your challenges in the beginning stages, you felt like you was alone sometimes. So you created this group to make sure there was other people out there still putting in the work, but not feeling alone. Like I do these Zoom calls with Jose and Craig and Felix almost every morning and it's like so fucking fun but they're miles away but they i feel like you know they're right here all the time so we're all in the challenge together we're all doing it we're all making it fun because you know we're bullshitting online we're talking at the same time we're very serious and about our work too and about our craft so i kind of kind of went at you uh kind of went off there i forgot what i was saying but um oh yeah so and then this year bro i just it's like i have very minimal doubt now like there's so much certainty and clarity in what I want to do. And now it's just getting more serious because I'm writing down more long-term goals and I'm really big, breaking it down and, and chunk-sizing them and making, making it very simple, not overanalyzing stuff. When I'm not ready to do certain things, when I feel like I'm not 100% prepared, I still do that shit. That's the main reason why I didn't make no money my first year because I wanted to overanalyze everything 
And I thought I needed to be ready 100% of the time. And I know that this is why most people aren't succeeding in anything in life, period, because they overanalyze stuff, they think too much, and they just don't do it. Most of the time, you said you say it yourself sometimes. You don't know what you're fucking doing still. Like, I still don't know what I'm doing, but I just know that I have to do it regardless because I never know what I'm going to do, um, know what I'm doing. Like, we're always learning. We're always growing. We're always experiencing. And if we wait till that moment that we know what to do step A through step Z, then we're just going to fucking die full of regret. Like, it's, it's a sad life. So I'm so fulfilled and happy right now, dude. Like, I'm taking care of all areas of my life just because I'm doing well in real estate. So it's, it's, it's amazing. That's dope, man. And there's one thing I, I caught that you said that I think a lot of people missed is you said, you know, that second year and now that you're seeing all this growth, you're still now doing the same shit you were doing the first year as far as the activity. So if you can maybe pick two or three things that you think were the switches that allowed now the results to come in, even though you're putting in the work, what were they? Because I think the majority of people that are going to listen to this podcast or any similar podcast are in that position. Hey, Ronnie, I'm putting in work. I'm doing what you said, but you're fucking selling a lot of homes and I'm not, I'm not getting anything. What the fuck is going on? So what, what do you think, what switches went off or went on for that to start happening and for you to start creating business and manifesting all those things that you had wanted? Okay, so one example I can... I can share with you guys is something that I just told Jose and Craig. There was a time period where I wasn't as consistent in my prospecting. And now I'm becoming more consistent than I ever was. And then in the beginning stages in my, you know, in the beginning of my second year, I was really fucking consistent with cold calling, door knocking, following up. And I was getting so many appointments, but there was a lot of them canceled. Going in person, I was losing the appointments. I was doing horrible. I messed up so many times. It's not even funny. And then next thing you know, I got to listen. Next thing you know, I got to listen. Next thing you know, I got to listen. Next thing you know, just deals coming, start coming to me after all of the bullshit. And that's what's happening right now. Like every day I'm putting a new appointment on my board, but it's like, it, it's been a, it's, I mean, I got to listen recently, but it's been a while since I called someone, you know, followed up with him. This is not a third, got the appointment and, and got the listing signed. And that's just because there's been a time period where I lacked in being consistent in prospecting. But now that I'm consistent, I'm getting so many appointments. Now I'm just dealing with that fucking middle part where it sucks, where you get so many people canceling on you. They're so nice on the phone. Next thing you know, they don't pick up. They don't answer your door. Like, it's like, yo, what the fuck is going on? But this is exactly part of the process. It's just a test to make sure that I'm actually in this for the long run. And this is just making sure that I'm not just doing this just to do it, that I'm in it to actually win. and actually provide a great service to all the people that I talk to. So if I can't go over this hump, then like you always say, if we can't pass this level, we're not going to be able to get to the next level. Just think of it like a game. Like if you're on the easy level and you can't beat the easy mode, how the fuck are you going to beat the medium mode and then go to the hard mode and then expert? These are all stages in life that we have to overcome before moving on to the next level. So it's just being aware and really understanding the process and soaking it in, you know, living in the moment, not only thinking about the result, but the process, because if you focus on the process, then the result is going to come either way. So if you always think about the result, then you're not focused on the process. That's what fucks it up. That's how I was thinking before. So if I can give some advice to people, focus on the day-to-day tasks, like focus on the hour that you're putting in the work, not the fucking year, because that's what's going to kill you. If you're thinking about making five million a year every single day, then it's going to look like you're, you're never going to make it. But if you think about 
getting one listing this week, putting in all the work, breaking down the numbers, and the amount of context and the amount of appointments you need to make, it doesn't look that hard. It really doesn't. So when I get an appointment canceled, it's, it, it's like dust off my shoulders. Like, it doesn't even bother me anymore. I, I literally laugh. Like, I got an email this today that, you know, um, oh, we went to uh, with another realtor, Ronnie. Uh, Ronnie uh, thank you for your service, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I mean, I, I replied very nicely, and I just went on to the next one, where most people fucking go to sleep and, oh, real estate sucks. Like, oh, no one wants to answer the phone. Make up all this bullshit. When that's a part of the process. But if you don't understand that, then this is not for you, I guess. Yes. Well, or they'll screenshot that email and put it in every fucking Facebook group on their Instagram, on their Facebook and cry about it. And, and they create this whole story now and all this negative energy around it when they could have just moved on, like you said. So what I'm getting a lot, man, in this transition, because uh, I want you to touch on this a little bit, is you're discussing and describing a tremendous change in your attitude. Yeah. Whether, it, whether it's your day to day activities, how you feel overall, your enthusiasm for life. Has that been, you would say, the principal reason that now you're getting results? Or is it one of many things? Talk about that because we know that's the most important thing is your attitude because that's what you can control and that's what we focus on. How has that transition been changing your attitude from like the average agent to now being productive and getting shit done? Yeah, absolutely, bro. That's huge. That's a great question. So a story, a story I can uh, share with you guys that can kind of sum up and answer is right now I'm working on one of the biggest transactions in my career. And I've been working on this for probably a full year. And the client that I'm working with is very emotional. Like I'm talking about over the top where I, every time I come in contact with her, she almost cries. So I appreciate that. She's very open with me. And my attitude is the reason why she's that open with me, by the way, because I learned through communication and certain mannerisms and report building skills. You really need to know how to open up with people and be open within yourself because you can't open up someone if you're not open within yourself. So I realized that with this client, I'm going against the top realtors. I'm talking about this is a big listing and these realtors have much more experience than me, like probably been fucking in the real estate business longer than I've been living. But, I know for a fact that they don't have the confidence, the conviction, the certainty, and the honesty that I have as a person, no matter how many years I've been in the business. And I know that they don't have the authentic personality that I have to portray a good service for this lady because there's many, she's telling me, she's telling me like, oh, these agents are pressuring me, they're doing this and that the third, and I'm aggressive, don't get me wrong, but you gotta know how to be aggressive with the right type of client. And this is, where attitude comes in the picture because if you have your right, the right attitude most of the time, then you know how to carry yourself with certain individuals. You know how to talk to certain people in different age groups and different personality types. So with this lady, I need to be very fucking soft, patient, extremely patient, and genuine at the same time. Like today I spent more than 20 minutes with her than I wanted to, but I know those 20 minutes are going to bring me into a further place in my career, whether I get the list or not. I literally told her in her face, I'm like, listen, are you comfortable with me? She said, yes, I love you. You're so honest. I feel like you're my son. <laughs> I definitely can be a grandson probably. But, uh, and I'm like, what about the other agents? She was like, oh, they're doing this and that. I'm like, okay, I'll tell you this. If you go with another agent, this prospect, I'm not going to feel no type of way because at the end of the day, I want what's best for you. And I truly mean that. And when I was saying that, I was saying to myself, I'm like, yo, do I mean this? I'm like, I do. Because if she's working with me and she don't like me as a person or she don't think I can sell her house, then why would I want to work with her? So I'm that comfortable in my own skin 
my attitude is that on point that I'm okay with quote unquote losing the biggest deal in my career thus far. I'm literally okay with that. However, I told her that I know that I'm the best agent that can get the job done regardless if I know these agents or not. That's how much confidence I have. She smiled, she got more comfortable, I just felt it. So I'm being competitive, but in a very unique way where I know these agents aren't doing it. So yes, attitude is fucking huge because the reason why I'm even getting the opportunity to talk to this lady about selling her house at this price is insane. So like there's many people in the business that won't have the type of mindset and the comfortability within their own skin to even have a few words with, with people in this price range. So it's just dope because it's like I leave out that crib and it's not a big deal, but at the same time it is. So I'm not attached to it. I'm living in the moment and whatever happens, happens. There's no attachment to it because, for example, if I lose that deal, if I was an agent who was so attached to that deal and I lost it, they would probably quit real sick. That's how it is because it's, it's a big check. It's, it's cool. But with me, I, I, it literally doesn't bother me. Like, it is what it is. I'm working on so much shit right now. That's another thing, too. Your attitude needs to be go, 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 go. You can lose 20 deals right now, but you got 200 deals over here. So your attitude got to be that way, too. If you lose that many deals, you got to be ready to fucking just keep it moving and pushing, pushing, pushing all the fucking time. Saying sharp, too. So, yeah, man, I, I hope that answers that question. Absolutely, man. So, you know, as we transition to the end here and we're wrapping up, uh, let everybody know kind of, you know, some of the big goals that you set for this year and kind of where you're at with that, because I'm sure everybody's a little fired up now. So they probably want to hear, you know, what are you thinking? Where do you want to be? What does this year look like for you? Hell yeah, bro. Woof. I'm feeling pumped just thinking about it, man. The first goal is earning 500,000 500, in commissions this year. Gross. Yeah. So that will lead me to netting uh, over 200,000 in my pocket. Um, another goal is getting my luxury historic apartment. It's going to look like a fucking, uh, well, what do they call the um, a bachelorette's <laughs> apartment? I'm going to have pimped out, bro. It's crazy. I'm going to have my Audi S5 white exterior, red interior, either a coupe or a sports bag. I'm not sure yet, but I'm definitely, those are my top goals. There's one more missing. Oh, of course, my investment properties. Minimum three units. I'm going to have that in my pocket. Just create that passive income. And man, <laughs> the relationship that I'm creating, bro, it's, it's insane. So I'm definitely looking forward to creating more genuine relationships. I see Fernando on here, Jose, so it's a fucking big impact in my life. Craig, my cousin Felix, we're, it's crazy. We're closing on a deal Friday and we used to fucking wrestle as kids. Like who would have thought? So I connected with him like crazy. My parents, my brothers, everyone in my, in my life right now, I'm just creating powerful powerful fucking relationships and i'm touching so many people in different ways like when i go to venues i the managers know me i'm like getting close to the waiters and uh the women uh, i'm talking to right now it's insane like they're so much better than the women i was talking to before and that's <laughs> i'm attracting them because the way i carry myself the conversations i have with them and how direct i am with them i'm not looking back i'm not going to sleep and feeling bad about I'm doing this with this girl. I'm doing this with that girl. Like I'm so comfortable with everything that I'm doing, bro. It's just fucking amazing. So I'm just, I'm just ready to take it to the next level. Oh yeah, man. Evolution, baby. That's what it's about. So, uh, as we wrap up here, Ronnie, let everybody know, uh, you know, plug your YouTube, your Instagram, whatever social media handles you want to plug that way they can follow you. Yeah, man. So yeah, Instagram, um, Ronnie and Maldito realtor. <laughs> and then, uh, Facebook, I got Snapchat too. 
it's just started my YouTube channel. I'm definitely gonna explode that this year as well. So um, yeah, just just running the head on everything you'll find me. Dope. All right, I'll link it in the description. We'll wrap up right now with the outro. Then I'll turn the recording off. And if you guys are on live right now, you can ask some questions to Ronnie before we end it. Uh, so you can prepare them now and send them. Uh, as always, uh, I want to thank Ronnie and everybody for listening to this podcast sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team. If you need anything real estate worldwide, we can help you go to teambcsold.com. Shoot us a message. Number two, if you're involved in real estate in any way, shape, or form, and you want to partner with myself and my team, go to partnerwithteambc.com and check that out. And lastly, Ronnie is a living, breathing testimonial of modern success. Uh, I've been seeing him evolve and grow rapidly over the last couple of months and year, and it's been amazing. If you guys are interested, you want to find out more, you can talk to him about it. You can go to briancasella.com or you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram. Every Monday, every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we bring you the new episodes.